0: Hey, Coach Harlan here. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal week. Um, I'm having a great week and I'm excited to introduce you to my guest today. Please help me welcome Jan Rose. Jan Rose started her career in insurance and then owned a consulting company called User-Friendly Original Solutions, which was when she felt most fulfilled in her career path. She loved helping business owners with their business by doing their books, administrative tasks, teaching, designing, building and programming computer systems, really anything in her wheelhouse that would help them further get further in their dreams. And Jan decided to move into corporate America and stay there for many years, but it just wasn't the same. She longed to be in charge of her own career path and recently got the courage to go back to her first love, working for herself. So now Jan Rose is a CEO and owner of Triple Chord Solutions. She started Triple Chord because of her continued desire to inspire, encourage, support others in their faith, dreams, and goals. Uh, Jan has come full circle in her career journey and is back to owning her own business and she couldn't be happier. She's a 2004 graduate of Kennesaw State University here in Georgia with a degree in computer science. She's a lifelong learner and has spent many years helping others in many ways. And her desire has always been to come alongside others, to be an encouragement and to help them achieve their goals. Jan, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, coach. It's nice to be here.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you on. I'm excited. I, I love because I think I asked when we first uh, were introduced, your email address is UFOs. <laughs> and I thought UFOs. Now I'm a big sci fi fan. I believe in aliens. And I'm thinking, Oh, a kindred <laughs> spirit. I didn't realize that it was for user friendly, original solutions. I love that.
1: Yep. Very cool. I've had that email address for a long time. Yeah.
0: Very, very cool. All right, we're gonna talk about how you got your start, how you uh, decided to start user-friendly original solutions. Um, the decision, which may have been difficult to go back to corporate America and then transition back into owning your own business, right? So we're gonna go through all of that and more. Um, but first I've got 10 questions that I would like to ask each one of my guests. Um, listeners will know these are the questions made famous on the TV show, Inside the Actor's Studio. For the host James Lipton asks these questions of his Hollywood stars from TV, film, and stage. And I guess I figure if they're good enough for the Hollywood elite, they're certainly good enough for my guests. So Jan, if you're ready, I have 10 questions for you. Question number one. All right. What is your favorite word?
1: I don't know if I have a favorite word, but a word I use a lot is awesome. <laughs> okay.
0: Perfect. Um, and what is your least favorite word?
1: My least favorite word is stupid. (laughs) And when the kids were little, that was like, I had my son and my daughter convinced that that was uh, a curse word Okay. because we didn't call anyone stupid. Nobody's stupid. And so I don't like stupid.
0: Yeah. No, that sounds good. All right. What turns you on?
1: Um, Teaching someone something new and seeing their eyes light up. When Mm -hmm. I see that light bulb moment, I just couldn't be happier.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, What turns you off? Hypocrites. I'm with you on that one. Um, What sound or noise do you love?
1: I know you've heard this one before, but I just, a child's laughter. There's just nothing like listening to a little kid just have a good belly laugh.
0: Absolutely. And what sound or noise do you hate? Whining. Yes.
1: Please don't whine.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Um, and question seven, what is your favorite curse word?
1: I don't have any.
0: Good. No Good favorite curse words. Yeah. But if you got up in the middle of the night and walked through the house and stubbed your toe, you would yell something.
1: Yeah, I, 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 would, I would yell. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, question eight, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
1: I would love to do acting on stage. Oh. I just think that would be so fun and so awesome.
0: Very cool. Um, What profession would you not like to do?
1: I love to watch them all the time, but those people on Deadliest Catch that go out there in that Bering Sea, I admire them, but I sure wouldn't do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. All right. And final question, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: Other than the obvious, uh, well done, now good and faithful servant, I would like for him to say, others were blessed because of my obedience. Nice.
0: Very cool. Love that. All right. Well, Jan, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about how you got your start, some of the things you're working on right now, that transition from self-employed to corporate America, back to owning your own business and everything. And at some point, we're transitioning to courage and leadership. All right. All right, listeners, we'll talk about all of that and more right after this, so stick with us. Imagine having a trusted group of CEOs at your disposal. Imagine having your very own peer advisory team who could work you through the problems and questions in your business before you had to make those difficult decisions. Imagine you had a group of advisors that had your back and met for the sole purpose of making you successful in your business. What would you be able to accomplish then? Well, you don't have to imagine any more. You can have that and more when you join my business success mastermind group. Join my business success mastermind group today. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com forward slash mastermind. And I'm back with my guest, Jan Rose. Jan, thanks again for agreeing to be on the podcast. I know you were a little nervous when we first Mm -hmm. talked about it and stuff, um, but I'm glad you changed your mind and decided to come on. So tell me about how you got your start. Um, Cal State or our Kennesaw State University, which is just north of us in Atlanta. Um, Tell me how you got your startup there.
1: Well, that is actually an interesting story. Um, I was uh, working for myself, like I said, user-friendly original solutions. I moved it from Michigan to Georgia and started all over again. Um, It always felt like I needed to get my degree. My kids were getting older and I wanted them to see that college was important. So um, I decided I had to graduate from college before my daughter graduated from high school. I registered at Kennesaw and chickened out and didn't go. Hmm. I registered again and could not just couldn't make myself sign up for the classes. So this was interesting. I registered for a third time, and I said, "Okay, Jan, three strikes and you're out. You have got to do this, or you've got to just give it up. Forget the dream, forget the goal." And here's what I did, which was interesting. I my nail, the lady that does did my nails was a friend. I consider her a friend, and I said, "Hey, Stacy, I've done something for the third time." And if I don't go through with it this time, I'm never gonna do it again. And she said, What's that, Jan? And I said, I've registered at Kennesaw and I so bad want to finish my college degree, but I just can't make myself do it because of the drive. It's gonna be a 45 minute drive over there. And because, you know, I was older and there are a bunch of young kids and yada, yada. And you know what happened? Sometimes it's the little things that will help you. Have your courage. Sure. And you know, I went back to see Stacy again in a couple of weeks and she said, Jan, did you register for Kennesaw? And I said, Yep. And she said, Did you sign up for your classes? And I said, Well, I'm supposed to do that this week. Then you've got to sign up for your classes. You know, the next time I saw her, she stayed on top of me. She said, Okay, Jan, when does classes start? And I said, next week. And she said, Okay, you're going. And I said, Yeah, I am. And you know, I drove to Kennesaw 45 minutes knuckles on the steering wheel, a few tears, because I was that nervous and that afraid. Yep. Um, but you know, it was one of the best things I did. I loved going to school with those kids. They were awesome. And I was the first one in my family to graduate from college. Nice. And I graduated in December. And my daughter graduated from high school the next May. So I just beat her. Very good. And uh, both my kids went to college and it just took that little push from a friend to give me the courage to do something I wanted to do so bad.
0: Absolutely. And it, a lot of people think about that, you know, going back to school later as, as an, an adult, I don't want to say an older person, but, you know, you, want, you go as an adult rather than going directly from high school. It's different. It means more. I think you already have some idea of what the world is like. You know what you need to do. And I think it, it means a lot more. So, yeah. yeah and it shouldn't be scary because the, the kids don't treat you any different. You know, you're one of the gang when you're in there. Very cool. Yep. So how did you decide on computer science?
1: That's another good question. Um, people said, so many of my friends said, well, Jan, why don't you just, you know, get a, get a um, business degree? And I said, but I love computers. And they're like, computers. Well, but that's going to be so hard. There's going to be math and physics and all this stuff. Just, just get a business degree. You're older. It doesn't matter. Well, and as soon as someone said that, I'm like, (laughs) what does matter? I got to push myself. I'm going to do the hard stuff. So I went for computer science because I liked computers at the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Do what you love. Why not? Yep. Why not? Um, And then, so you had your business helping, you know, other businesses, right? what made you decide to go back to corporate America?
1: (laughs) That's also funny. What happened is, um, well, I'll just tell you, here was the deal. The first time I went into business, I liked helping people so much. I had a hard time charging them because, you know, they need me and, you know, well, I just loved doing this. So it it can't be worth more than a hundred dollars, you know, or um, well, man, that only took me an hour, And so, so I didn't charge enough, really. I I wasn't making very good money. So here was my family's thing. Now my, my kids are in high school now and my husband, and they're saying, all right, mom, you're getting this degree. Are you going to get a real job? Are you going to get a real job? So when I graduated, I waited a few months and then I'm like, well, it's probably time to go into corporate America and get a real job. So I did, I, you know, Put the old resume out there. And I was so proud to have that college degree on there and just went back to corporate America because I wasn't really making enough money in my, on my own. Yeah,
0: And then how long did you stay?
1: Yeah. Well, I would say 16 or 17 years. Okay. I tried totally. three different jobs. Um, and, you know, it just, I wasn't fulfilled in corporate America. I wasn't helping people like I like to do. I wasn't getting to see people's face light up and say, Oh, Jan, that was great. Do you know how many hours you saved me? Do you know how much money you saved me? Do you know how much time you saved me? And I missed that so much all that time. I I missed that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Corporate America was good to me. You know, I, I, I did well, I was making six figures, you know, at the time I stopped and, it, it was good to me, but it just wasn't, I wasn't fulfilling my purpose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Once you have a taste of that entrepreneurial life, you know, where you're making the decisions, you're making all the calls. It's difficult to go back and be just a cog in a bigger wheel, you know, that's tough. Absolutely. So the transition then back to your current business, how was that?
1: <clears throat> that was a little tougher because like I said, I, I was making six figures. Um, and uh, was 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 doing well, um, but I wasn't like I, like I said, I just wasn't satisfied. And um, again, somebody comes alongside you all the time to give you that little push, don't they? Yep. Um, a friend that I had met at one of my jobs uh, was a became a business coach, and I had coach, you know what what is this coach thing? But I knew her. So I, I took one of her free classes. Then I took one of her $49 classes. And I'm like, hmm, wonder if this could help me. Well, bottom line, um, I, I got involved with this group. Um, uh, it's called Thrive Her. And they were just such a wonderful bunch of ladies. And they were so supportive. And um, Tricia was just, she was like, Oh, you can do this, Jan, you can do this. And I'm like, going, are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, you know, I, 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 you know, I got this money coming in, and I'm going to go down to nothing. And if it hadn't been for those ladies, and them coming along beside me, I don't know if I would have gotten the courage. Nice. But just any them believing in me, um, and giving me that little push was all I needed. Um, and I started in April of last year, so it's almost a year, and nice. I could not be happier, and things are going great, and I don't miss the six-figure in, income at all, and it has just been a great thing.
0: Awesome. So tell me about Triple Chord Solutions. How'd you come up with that name?
1: Well, I, 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 I like the verse in the Bible, Habakkuk 318. Um, you know, One is not easily, or three chords are not easily broken. And I just, I felt like I want to be that strength, that triple cord that comes alongside you and your business and helps you along. I don't have to be out front and I don't want to be, um, you know, the, the the main person. I like being the one behind the scenes that's taking care of the stuff that you don't want to do so that you can stay in your wheelhouse so that you can continue along doing your zone of genius. Um, and let me do the things that I like to do. And when when they come back and say, oh, I was able to do this, I was able to do that, and I don't have to worry about this, then I'm happy.
0: Very cool. And what kind of businesses do you work for? Do you have a certain niche you work in?
1: Um, no, not really. I do um, um, Kajabi website stuff. Um, I like to help people with their workflows, doing um, like their email um you know, in in two weeks, send them this, and then a week out, send them this, and an hour out, send them that, and the text and um, uh, the website stuff. And I do some financial stuff, too, because I love spreadsheets and I love numbers. Very cool. So, I do some um, operational, uh, technical type type stuff.
0: Nice. Is there one area you like more? I mean, I, you've mentioned numbers. Yep. You're kind of a numbers person, huh?
1: Yep. Probably nice. my favorite is the numbers. Um But I'm really, I'm liking Kajabi. I I used to write code from scratch and I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) But Kajabi is, you know, plug and play. You pull it in, you write a little code or you add a little. So um, I would say that's probably my favorite.
0: Very cool. Good deal. Um, And I know you say you have served on boards, right? Parent-teacher associations, um, LSAC. Is that the law school? No,
1: that's local school advisory committee
0: local school advisors. How'd you get involved with that?
1: Um, well, because when I was in Michigan, um, I was on the school board. Um, and that's actually kind of a neat story too. Another one of those things to where you get the courage to step out, right? Um, I got a phone call um, from a gentleman and he said, we want you to run for the school board. And I said, I don't, know how to run for a school board he said i'll tell you the steps along the way but we would like for you to run well what i didn't know um everybody said oh jan you can never win the school board you're you don't live in the forest and you're a woman we haven't had women on the school board in years you can't do that well you know it's like don't tell me you can't because (laughs) right then i'm gonna be like oh yeah let me show (laughs) you So me and the husband and um, my two kids, we got out, we campaigned and we worked hard. And even people telling me, oh, you'll never win. And uh, I won by nice. 16 whopping votes. <laughs> hey, that's
0: all it takes, it. Right? That's, that's good. Right.
1: And cool. I loved it. And then we ended up moving to Michigan just before my term was up. And I just loved being involved in the schools, making the decisions, you know, helping with the budgets, all that stuff. So when I came down to Georgia, I was on the PTA immediately but then I heard about the local school advisory which was actually um, a committee that helped the uh, the school board here in Fulton County. Nice. Um, and I, so I loved being, you know, close to the school board and yet not on the school board. Sure. And cuz I just love working, you know, for the kids and working on things in the school.
0: Very cool. Very very cool. So the podcast is about courage, right? Um where did you find the courage? And I, I, through your entire story, there's, there's places where it's like, wow, that took some courage to do that. That took some courage to, to start your own business when you, I don't know what the purpose of the transition down here to Georgia was, um, if there was a story behind that, but the having your own business, going back to corporate America, going back into your own business, each one of those steps, um, that takes courage, right? Where did, where did you find your courage?
1: You know, I knew you were going to ask this question and I'm I'm just going to take a few minutes. Maybe you can tell me to time out if if I need to stop, but you know, courage you sometimes sometimes you pick up courage along the way when things happen in your life and when life life things happen. Um you don't think about it at the time, but everything that comes along is making you stronger and stronger. And um like little things. And I won't take much time, although I could, but I won't. Um, in elementary school, I was bullied. And I didn't know how to get away from this. He seemed to corner me on the schoolyard every every day at lunch. Hmm. And I knew I had to do something. And I noticed a group of kids p- playing soccer every day at lunch. And one of the boys I recognized from my neighborhood So I went up to him and asked him if I could play soccer. And he's like, no, no, because I was this little bitty pipsqueak, you know. And I asked him again. And the third time I asked him, he said, well, we're winning. You might make us lose. I said, oh, no, I'll try real hard. And he said, "Okay, come on and play. And, you know, he didn't know that he was saving me from a bully, but just him letting me play, that helped me get away from the bully. In middle school, I wanted to play the flute. Oh, you have asthma. You can't play the flute. I can't. Are you sure? So I got that flute out and I put it, he let me take one home. And I put that flute out on the bed and set it there. And I said, Lord, I really want to play this flute. Help me play the flute. You know? And I went back to school and I told the director, just let me try. I, I know I've got asthma and some days I might not be able to play, but just let me try. I was most of the time I was first chair or second chair in the band nice. because I just loved playing the flute. Some days I didn't have enough air to play, but I just one more step at a time. Um in high school, I I didn't get a lot or didn't um have a lot of friends, but I loved my books and I loved studying and I loved learning. So I just kept going one day at a time and I was valedictorian of my high school. Nice. Um, Then I got an insurance and I was one of the youngest certified insurance counselors in Michigan. And it just goes on and on like that. And those little things that came along that that I powered through that I said, no, I'm not going to let that bully get the best of me. No, I'm not going to I'm not going to play the flute just because they said I can't. I'm not I'm not going to be the bottom of the school. Certified insurance counselors. 19 year olds don't do that well sure they can and when you do stuff like that it does help you build your courage and when you see other people saying just little things like what Stacy did when I wanted to go to Kennesaw and she kept me accountable like Terry did when I came to Georgia and started my business and he said well but Jan can you do this one thing for us and I'm like oh yeah I can do that well then let's just do this when you got people that come alongside and just do little things they don't even maybe realize it, but they can help you build your courage along the way. And the more of those things that you conquer and that you do, the more courage you can build. And then you want to lead by example. You want to empower and encourage other people. You want to see others get the courage to do their dreams and, and fulfill their goals.
0: Nice. And I'm seeing a little bit of a pattern here. If somebody tells you, oh, you can't or, oh, that's not possible. You have to prove them wrong.
1: Yes, you've nailed me there, Coach. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yep, that's always a way to get me going.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. But to to have that that courage and that belief in yourself that you know I, I don't care what you say. I think I can do this. You know, and step out. That's that's pretty good. Have you uh, taught your daughters how to be that courageous? Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. And that's interesting. Um, I have a daughter and a son, by the way. Um, But yeah, me graduating from college just before they graduated from high school was huge for them because they were like, mom, this is really important to you. So I guess we're going to do it. Um, But I've always felt like watch them, see what what they love and what they're enjoying and what they're doing and encourage them in that. So, um, my daughter, this is kind of an interesting, neat little story. She, um, we were going to go to the science center and we were going to dissect a shark. Now you had to tell them ahead of time, how many sharks you wanted. She was five, five years old. And so I got one shark. So I, I, we got there and she was like all about this shark and she wanted to start dissecting. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You were going to watch. I want to dissect But I stepped back and I watched her and coach. She did better than most of those people in that room. In fact, Mm -hmm. the um, you can get the lens out of the eyeball of a shark. And if you Mm -hmm. get it out perfectly, you can bounce it and it will bounce. Really? There's only two people in the room whose lens bounced. And my daughter's was one of them.
0: Awesome. Very cool.
1: So she always loved animals. She said from the time she was three, she wants to be a veterinarian. And now my daughter's not only a veterinarian, she is a PhD, and uh, I don't even know the letters. She's nice. about as high as you can go in the animal world.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. Very cool. Good stuff. And then I'm I'm looking over your shoulder, and I'm noticing that little uh, piece of artwork you have on the back there. That sums up a lot of what you do. Tell me about that.
1: That, as soon as I saw that, I knew I had to have it. You can probably barely see it, but there's a core hanging here. Yeah. Right, and there's three three um, figures that says it all to me. I when I walk in this room, I smile every day when I see that because that is the triple chord. I'm there helping you, you know, pull up and and succeed. I'm yeah. that triple chord.
0: Love it. So, if I were to ask you, what was one of the hardest lessons you've ever had to learn? What would that be, and and when did you learn that? Mm.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, when I was deciding to go from corporate America back into entrepreneurship with triple cord, um, the imposter syndrome was huge. Yeah. I'm not good enough. Um, I, that was very hard um, because I never feel like I'm going to have all the answers. I never feel like I'm going to give them what they need. And that was always a big one for me. So I had to get over the fact that I'm not an imposter. I am good enough. And you know what? I can do this. Sometimes you have to just tell yourself that, you know, every morning, no, I can do this. I am good enough. I am good enough. And when I finally put in my notice, I just, something clicked when I made that step. And I said, you know what? I am good enough and I can do this.
0: Nice. Because I, I i mean, I've struggled with the imposter syndrome. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people do. How did you just powered through it? Or was there something special that, that helped you?
1: You know, again, here we go. Um, one of my friends from my coaching group said, I have a friend that I think you can help. And so she gave me her number and I called them and boom, right away, we connected. And because someone else believed in me, I got my first client and it's, it was great. And it's been great. And that somebody coming alongside of you and helping can be huge. And that made a difference for me.
0: Awesome. Very cool. And so if you could go back to your earlier self and give yourself some advice, what would that be? Ah,
1: You know, it's funny because here I am. Getting older, obviously, I've kind of aged myself a little bit on the show, but here I am basically the third time going back and working for myself, helping other people with their business, coming alongside them and being that strength behind them. Why did I walk away from it more than once? Why? So what I would tell myself is, you know, Jan, trust God, follow your heart. And stick with what you know in your gut that your plan and your purpose is. Don't deviate. Don't stray from it. Stick with what you know you should be doing. Stick with that purpose.
0: That's awesome. Like I said, seeing the light bulbs come on in people's eyes, that is huge. So, yeah, stick with it. Very cool.
1: It is. You know, and there's one thing that that I would tell people, and I can't, I, I picture this little cartoon, and I hope you all do too. And if you don't, maybe you should go look it up. It's the Santa Claus cartoon. And Santa Claus is walking and these little animals are following him. And I'm a terrible singer, but I gotta sing. He says, put one step in front of the other and soon you'll be walking out the door. That's the way I feel about courage. Just do it one step, one day at a time. And soon you'll be walking out the door and you won't believe what can happen.
0: Very cool. Good stuff. So uh, do you have people working for you or is it just you?
1: Um, right now, it's, it's still just me. Um, I suspect I'll have a couple before it's over. Um, I'm taking it kind of slow. I'm, I got my first couple clients and I, I want to make sure I do everything they need. And then I'll take on a couple more and then I'll start bringing in people.
0: Nice. And uh, during your insurance time, did you have folks working for you?
1: Yes. I was, I was the commercial lines manager. Nice. And so, yeah, I had people working for me at the insurance agency.
0: Very cool. So if I were to be walking down the street and bump into any of these people and ask them about you and your leadership style, what do you think they would tell me? What kind of leader are you?
1: I, I, th- I think I'm the kind of leader. I think they would say that I empower people. I like to be there to help them, give them what they need, but I like to step back and let them, let them do what they need to do. Um, so I'm the, I'm the kind that uh, I inspire people to be empowered.
0: Very cool. And do you keep in touch with any of those folks? Yes, I do. That's awesome. Yep. Very, very cool. Um, and what do you look for in a leader when you're working with your clients and, and helping them and stuff? What do you look for and how do you help them be better?
1: Ah, that's a good question. I, um, I like, I like to work with, um, smart people who have a vision. I, I like to know that, that they see things big and they see things out there, um, and that they have some direction. So I really like working with the visionaries that are just go, 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 go.
0: Nice. Very cool. And so what's next for you? Ah. What's on, the, what's on the horizon?
1: What's next? Well, another, um, maybe for other people, it wouldn't be very courageous, but for us, it is. My daughter moved her and her husband and my three little granddaughters to Texas. Wow. And I don't like for them to be that far away. <laughs> so we, um, we just, uh, a couple months ago, we are building a house in Texas. As our second home, because I plan on being in Texas part-time, at least part-time, so I can be there for my granddaughters and so I can be on the PTA there because who says a grandma can't be on the PTA, right? (laughs) Exactly. So, um, and my business is all remote, so I'll be able to still handle my clients and um, hopefully help the schools there in Texas. Look out, here I come.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is excellent. Very cool. Um, any thoughts of going back to school for any other certifications or anything?
1: Um, no. No. Good. So, yeah, no, so far I've been pretty happy with the education side. I I do lots of um, continuing ed stuff, mm-hmm. you know, lots of classes. I do, um, you know, Udemy and some of that stuff. So I do Absolutely. keep sharp by doing that, but nothing that will give me any kind of degree or certification, no. Yeah,
0: good. Good, good, good. Very cool. Well, like I said, this has been awesome. Um, if people want to get in touch with you or find out more about Triple Cord Solutions, how can they do that? What's your website?
1: Good. My website is triplecordsolutions.com.
0: Perfect. That's good. Um, and uh, do you have any special programs or anything like that that you have on your on your website available? Um,
1: right, right now, what's out there is um, is Kajabi okay. Kajabi website stuff. Got That's it. what I have out there right now.
0: Very cool. All right. Um, and you're on LinkedIn? Yep. As Jan Rose, or are you out there as Triple Chord or both?
1: Uh, both. I have both great. out there.
0: All right. Excellent. Well, I will make sure that those links are in the show notes so people know how to get in touch with you. And uh, I hope they do. I think it'll be awesome. Triple Chord Solutions. That'd be great. Jan, thank you so much for being on the program. Really appreciate you having you, having you here. Yep. Thank you. All right. Listeners, hope you guys were taking notes. Yeah, it is fun. Um, And see, I told you it wasn't scary. See? Um, (laughs) The courage. All right. Listeners, hope you guys were taking notes uh, and uh, a lot of good takeaways from this. And make sure you check out triplecordsolutions.com. And share this episode with your family, friends, and colleagues. And stick around because there's always more coming. That's it for me, Coach Harlan, saying so long for now.